Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Please have a seat. I need to ask someone like uh, Pastor Bale Sanfo. I think I saw him at the back. I don't know what happened. Oh, he moved, he progressed. I know Tesla shares have been tumbling lately, but maybe we'll go with Apple. Uh, what was you can check on your phone? What was the share price? What's the current share price for Apple? And what was it in 1980? Oh. 1982 uh, were they on, on, on the stock market in 82 83 93 20, 2003 2013 okay 93 30 years ago if you, if you don't know what we are doing <coughs> don't, don't worry we will tell you maybe like <laughs> these people will exclude their friends Zero point three dollars in ninety three. Is someone working it out? One hundred twenty five dollars today. Zero point three, one hundred twenty five. Uh, mathematicians, one hundred twenty five divided by zero point three times one hundred. Oh, is that no? That's not right. Okay, one twenty five minus zero point three. 124.7 divided by 0 0.3 times 100 41,560 something percent so if you remove the percentage it is 40 four, times 415 wow now you may be a struggling stock right now. You look at yourself and you wonder, how much valuable, um, what value do I have in the kingdom? I don't feel like my, you know where you feel like, I don't feel like my contribution is much. My MC has been rotating at nine for, for a long time. Now, God is a wise investor. Because God is going to put his money on your stock. Because he knows that in a few years, it will not be what it is now. Oh, yes. It will not be what it is now. In a few years, you may be here, you've made mistakes, what, you've been disloyal, you even didn't know you were being disloyal, or you even knew you were being disloyal, but anyway, you were, and as you hear all this, you're like, eh. and I registered to attend, you know, 
one day you'll be preaching in a building like this. And you'll be the one who who will have led the building of it. And there will be people like this. And you'll be thinking, what will have happened if I quit at that time? Oh yes. Give it time. Resist every temptation to quit. Everyone who has done great things has tried to quit many times. Amen. That's a prophetic word. All right, please have your seats. We are continuing talking about loyalty and disloyalty. I think mostly disloyalty from the scriptures so far. This, the last session was called Deceptions, Divisions, and Defeats of Dangerous Sons. This session is called Defection, Defeat, and Destruction. Anyway, John 6, John 6, 70 to 71. John 6, 70 to 71. 1, 2, 3. Let's read quickly. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Bishop Doug has a book called One of You is a Devil. You should read it. You should read all the loyalty books. They will immunize you. Even when you want to feel like falling sick of disloyalty, you just find it's, it can't catch you. That's the importance of, of this. Many years ago, I, I got a conviction to plant this church. I, the first person I called about it was my wife, who said she also wanted to hear from God. And then God didn't talk to her. I think sometimes you have to figure out if God had wanted to talk to me, he would have talked to me about it instead of the other person. And so she said, ah, God hasn't said anything, but I will support you. Then the next task was to talk to the people that I was with because that we had already said we would never become a church. And now this. (laughs) So we had many conversations, overnights. It is talking, not praying. Now the hardest task was to talk to Uncle Ben and Auntie Joy, our pastors. Those were some of the hardest conversations I've ever had in my whole life negotiating the terrain when you're young on fire not sleeping the thing has caught you like this even you you don't know why of all the people doesn't God have other people to disturb but there it was 
Hey. So we didn't have all this information that you're being told now. All we had was the love of God to protect us in the midst of all of that. Because you see, the devil always has a plan to destroy you, whether you know it or not. So we used to go with uh, different times. And then, in that season of when things are at their most tense, By that time, I had even stopped going to church. That's when, but we would make an effort to go visit. That's when someone set me up with a salacious, slanderous, story about Uncle Ben. Hmm? Hey. You people, when I tell you that I am the most loved person in the world, eh, you should accept it. Because given the emotions of the season and my lack of experience and lack of knowledge and age and what? It was very easy and highly tempting. This story was salacious, seditious. Yeah. It's one of those where you're like, say, say it again. It's like someone is putting a weapon into your hand. To give you an advantage in the ongoing fracas. I don't know why I didn't believe it. Because the natural me plus all the pain at that time and all the lack of understanding should have believed that story and gone ahead to 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 use it but somehow I didn't believe it instead I, I went to one of the people because for me now I was like persona non grata so I went to one of the people that I believed was still in very good books and told them this person is saying this thing eh? and if I'm the one who goes and brings it up of course it's going to look like I am weaponizing the current conversation about being released to plant a church so I, I want you to go and yeah Just go and 
I don't even know what I told them. I just know for us, we, we didn't know. But, hey, so the person went and had the conversation, came back and said, yeah, we had the conversation, it's absolutely not true. It is, it is. I said, okay, thank God. Because I don't even know why, why I was doing it. I think in my head was like, ah, if this person goes around and starts eh, yapping, with other people. So, that's how I survived. Yeah, by a whisker. Because if I had believed that story, I believe I would be dead today. Yeah, and this church would never have happened. This church will never have happened. Because you see, this church is the way it is because of Uncle Ben and Auntie Joy. Yeah. The little good that you see here, it's because God opened our eyes and didn't open the eyes of many others about honoring our spiritual parents. Anyway, I will not even tell you what happened to the other person who tried to lure me into the story. Ah. Luke 22, verse 3 to 4. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among. They also they always remind you he was one of the twelve. So he went with his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. Later on, we see some things about Judas, where it says that uh, the son of perdition, it was predestined. It's like someone had to play the role. Jesus said that all things shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. It's always important to decide what part of scripture you're going to fulfill. Bible says, in the last times, perilous times shall come, men shall be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure, disobedient to parents. It is a, these are the last days. So you can decide to fulfill that one. But it's the wrong scripture to fulfill. It's like someone must fulfill, like someone had to betray Jesus. But must it be you? Are you understanding? I told you yesterday that in every environment of it's it's like a spiritual thing that started in heaven, and in every environment where God is at work, there is always a representative of Judas. 
and the manifestation of the person, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Paul had him. Jesus had is the one who carries the name. They've, they've, they've all been there. It's, it's, in heaven, there was Lucifer. David had, we just looked at him in the morning. Absalom, he had Joab. It's like, it's like, it's like when they say, once you see light, there's going to be a shadow somewhere. does it have to be you? Because you realize that I survived narrowly being the dangerous son. Here I, I had the call of God on my life and I was about to enter the devil territory. You know where I said one of you is a devil. Huh? The devil is called the accuser. Ah, it's like you're, here you are, you're anointed, you have a calling, you've been told this, 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 you're going to, and then the, the trap is right there. Like, let's, let's get him. Yeah. You don't know when, when, when the devil is going to try and get you. Now, it's, you know, now with the knowledge, I look back and say, if I'd known what I know now, then I would not have survived just on, on like God purely having grace on you and completely shutting your mouth. I will have survived on principle. You know, when you operate on principle, your chances of survival are higher than someone operating on chance. Where you, by chance, you didn't say the thing. By chance, you didn't post it. You forgot. By chance. It's different when it is by principle. So you know, you're not going to post it. You're not going to have that conversation. You're not, you, you're not available. Are there people? Hey, Satan entered Judas. When Satan entered Judas, even before, yeah. Uh, do you know what Jesus called him? He didn't call him Judas, the demon possessed. He called him a devil, a devil. Is that one of you is not possesses? No, one of you is a devil. Luke twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-two. So, do you know? Do you want to know when you are the, the devil? Yeah, 
when you occupy that office, accuser, betrayer of of the person you're supposed to be helping lift the Lord with. Then you just know. Oh, okay. It's about they don't believe the Bible. Do you believe the Bible? I thought we read the verse together. One of you is the devil. Was he talking to a demon? He was talking to a person. When he told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Was he talking to a, a demon? He was talking to a person. When you allow to start doing the devil's work, like discouraging Jesus from fulfilling his destiny of dying on the cross by saying, you, you will not. Hey, you don't, get behind me, Satan. Anyway, I want you to see that Satan entered Judas. In other words, Judas didn't start with Satan in him. He wasn't born that way. It is an occurrence that occurred. Luke 22. 2022. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. But behold the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. Hey! On the table! And truly the son of man goes as it has been determined but what to that man by whom he is betrayed. Matthew 26, 20-24 When evening had come he sat down with the twelve. Now as they were eating he said assuredly I said to you one of you will betray me. And as they were, and they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, "Lord, is it I?" He answered and said, "He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born." Wow, can you imagine when your birthday is called the not good day? Whose birthday party are you going on? Ah, it would have been good for that birthday not to be there. Hey. You had the clinic, so don't expect too much ice cream. John 13 21 to 30 When Jesus had said these things he was troubled in spirit and testified and said most assuredly I said to you one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another perplexed about whom he spoke in other words it's not obvious it's not obvious. Everyone is around the table passing chapatis but no one can tell do you see they said they were perplexed? In other words, they were up to that point. It was one happy family, 12 brothers, and you know, Passover is coming, pasta chicken. Ah, do you want some more wine? 
who has the dodo no one has a clue the only troubled person at the table is Jesus it's not obvious but Jesus knew Jesus knew hey look even when uh, the sons of God appeared in Job even the devil was there hmm. ready to go and disturb Job and God was like where, you, where have you been roaming to and fro throughout the earth So I think one of his roaming days he ran into who? Judas. Do you know like Apostle Moses Kalanzi said yesterday, he opened our eyes to the fact that the Pharisees didn't come looking for Judas. Judas went looking for them. Okay. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of the disciples of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is he whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, Why, what, what you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him? For some thought, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, buy those things needed for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor, which proves that Jesus gave something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. Hey! What a shock. One of you, this is Jesus talk, talking to the other people. I'm not telling this to you. He told them one of you is a what? Now, I want you to make it huh, your heart's desire to never, ever be found in Judas's position. Yeah. Just decide ahead of... You know, there are some things, you know, like those things they used to do, to do for us back in those days. You guys, I don't know whether they still do them. Huh? True love waits. Where you have to sign commitment that you will not have sex before what? Marriage. Because there is going to be abundance of opportunity to not do that. There are some decisions you don't make as you go. There are some decisions, they are not for iterating. Like if you're married, you don't, <laughs> you don't decide as you go whether to, to get too close to certain people or not. That's a predecided what? Decision. 
even when you get into slippery conditions and there's a little bit of confusion, at least you know that decision is already made. So you can call in reinforcements. You know, we like cars when they fall, when it's slippery and they get into the trench and you call the villagers, come. Because, come, come, help me push this what? Car out of the trench. Because it is an a decision that has been made in advance that I will reach home. Ah, am I using parables too much? Some people are not, are not understanding. Why are some people looking at me funny? Now, because there is because this spiritual thread tapestry is there in the whole Bible from beginning to end. Look. Look, look at it. Satan appears right in Genesis. And all the way, revelation. It's a, you, you can't say, oh, wow, Satan. What a shock. You're here. It's a pre-made decision. You make it in advance. I will never betray a spiritual authority. Yeah. You make it in advance. And you stick with it. You know that's why there is something called ordination, eh? Yeah, people, you know when people are ordained, have you heard of ordination? We have one uh, on, uh, on 29th of this month. Ordination, <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, when someone is ordained, it's like, he, he are the hands. Put the shackles. Yeah, that's why Paul calls himself the bond servant of Christ, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's it. It's like what you do. It's it's a surrender of will. Okay. You find that even in the church, even in a church like this, it can be the whole church that wants to betray Jesus. You, you think about yourself betraying your, your leader. But now, when we want to betray Jesus together, by stopping, by stopping to do evangelism, or refusing to plant churches because it's too uncomfortable. Hmm? Or not even preaching the messages like the one I'm preaching to you because what will the people think? Oh yes. You can be the younger you think. Me. To betray Jesus. Impossible. <laughs> While you're saying it, you're in a total betray your mod. You are just ignorant. Anyway. 
So this devil has been around a long time. Now I want to show you, I started by showing you how he could come into a person's life like Judas. Who didn't start out like that? The Bible says Judas who became a traitor. It's right there in Acts. Became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. He says he was numbered with us and obtained the part of his ministry. But now they say let another take his office. In other words, Judas wasn't a bad person. But he allowed himself. Now, you might think that it was at that point, at the Last Supper, that finally Jesus made up like he was playing pinky pinky punky and said, who, who should be the devil? Who should be the devil? Who should be the devil? Lord, help me. Who should be the devil? <laughs> Judas. Okay. Bread. Judas. Go. No, that's not how it worked. Progressively, he kept opening his heart until out of the 12, he was the most qualified candidate. Oh, yes. Like when uh, Mary poured oil, perfume on Jesus' what? Fit, worth one year's wages. Do you know what Judas said? What a shock. Okay, not exactly like that. But <laughs> it was like, what? Huh? What a waste! What? Give me that verse. It's in uh, John 12. What a waste! Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Next verse. This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box and he used to take what was put in it. Didn't I tell you in the morning, never steal? The quickest way to become a candidate is stealing resources that belong to God. Now, here, here is the thing hmm? that you have seen already because you're secretly. Judas, ha, Kala, he didn't plan to go this side. I have my other verses I want to teach. Judas did not believe that Jesus was God. That was his problem all along. He saw the miracles. He distributed the food with the others when they fed 5,000. For crying out loud, he was the treasurer. So you would think, really, in organizational ranking, it was Peter, team leader, Judas, treasurer. You, you get your, your money and you give it to the person that you don't trust. He was a trustworthy one. But he never believed. And here's how you can tell. You can, God give you his handbag. And, and you know, it is real God's handbag. Lisa Dene. Big eye. 
and you get into that handbag and you get money out when you know it's God's handbag. You don't let do it if you think he's not really God. He's not, he's not what he says he is. He's not what they say he is. For me, I'm going to buy my Rolex from that bag. And then I'll even pay some of my debts from that bag. Even my yaka, I'll load it from that bag. He's not. That's why he, he could steal. Yeah, think about it. You would you steal from God if you knew that he was really God. He, Judas never believed. He never believed. That's why when they were giving Jesus special treatment, he was incensed. Why is this guy getting special treatment? We have all been going out preaching. We also cast out demons. Why is all the oil being poured on him? Shouldn't we be taking care of the poor? Maybe you have a point. But where is it coming from? He had issues in his heart and he just blotted out something there. And he says, hmm, okay. Because, look, the oil was not his. Okay? It wasn't taken from the congregation. It was one person who brought the thing and decided to do whatever they did. Why is it another person who is beefing? Okay. So that's how he progressively inched his way towards where he, he reached the point and says, I'm going to find the Pharisees. I'm going to betray this guy. He's not God. Look, if you know he's God, how can you there? You can't do it. He never believed. He never believed. Even though he was in the what? In the group. Now, I want to share with you the I wills of Satan. But first, four points. Four points. Most men and women of God never desired to be in the ministry. Most men and women of God never desired to be in a ministry. It was thrust upon them. They never dreamt of being pastors. Never forget that. Your pastor, whoever, don't think they were there waiting to jump in. Look at these stories you've had. Pastor Todza. I mean like, Uh, astronaut gene what genetic gene, gene, geneticist the person you're har- harassing and criticizing they never wanted 
If I had wanted to be in a ministry, I would have gone to Bible college. Not architecture school. Do you know what I'm saying? If you want to go to Jinja, you don't go towards Zimpiji. By the time the person ends up in Jinja, you can be sure this one is an unwilling participant in the project. Yeah, they never want it. That's what I've found. That's what I've found. I, I think there are very few, if they tell the truth, people who have ever wanted to be in the ministry. Yeah, if I did a survey here on this front row, you'll find a lot of just people who are taken like this. Like you're going. Yeah, you will go. You will enter the ministry. eh? by fire by what by force you're going yeah so so you're not the only one who doesn't want most people who are in the ministry have you understood that point these are uh, I'm just listing them four of them then I will show you the I wills because I want you to relate the two I, and I'll give you the relationship in case you're worried so that's the first thing second thing most men and women of God uh-uh, let me first go back to the first thing Moses yeah, how willing was he? <laughs> like, we will give you a spokesman, we will give you this. Okay, here is a stick that can become a snake. Okay, here is additional ammunition. Uh, this, this, that. Still, uh, what, what? No one wants. Jeremiah, no one. Yeah. Even Joseph, when he was told, you are going to be the, the what? Jesus is father. Like, ah, I don't want that. Gideon, ha, the guy described himself in a way that is supposed to cause whoever is talking him to say, even me I understand. You are not the one. I am the least in my family. My family is the least in our clan. Our clan is the least in our tribe. Our tribe is the least in all of Israel. And things are so bad. Ah, Wow. No one ever wanted. Hey, Jonah. Jonah. The greatest evangelist in the Bible apart from Jesus. Short message. No adverts. No radio. No internet. Just plankton from the fish stomach and smelling very badly yet for today and never shall be no more the guy was a, a very bad preacher yeah because look at this huh? he did not even want them to repent yeah because that's why he kept it short and no, no, no sugar coating, nothing. He's like, let me make it sound as bad 
as possible so that they become proud and react and not repent and they, they perish. Wapi? The anointing overcame the, the bad verbiage and, and phraseology. In three days, everyone fasting, chickens were fasting, cows were fasting. Yeah. And this is a very, and then shock of shocks. He gets into a depression. Why? Because they have repented. It's like, whoever goes to do a crusade, your whole idea is, I want them to be that they had, then they did repent, then let them perish properly without an excuse. And then they, you're there. You'll burn in hell if you don't want. Even Jesus. Yeah. And then before you know it, people are lining up in front. A lot. Like, Lord, no, 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 no. Why, why? Why did they come forward? The whole city repented. God forgave them. Jonah was annoyed. I don't know whether we have some people who go like that on evangelism in this church. Unwilling. Unwilling. But you find yourself there. Like, okay. You know, sometimes eh, God can grab you in a way where you know this one, if you don't do it, it's not going to end well. Yeah. yeah, you just—I don't know how you know. You just know that this one, this is not a voting matter. Yeah, you just know in your know that. But yeah, you know what what uh, Paul said. Eh? War is me. Like I am finished if I don't reach the gospel. Yeah, there are people here, and you have been tolerating. That's why you don't have money. Yes. You've been chasing money and you can't even show us. Hey. You know when God picks you out and you are special to his purposes, he will even remove money if it is money that is keeping you from following him. Oh, yes. I don't even know why I said that. (laughs) I'm telling you people, they are on a leash. They are on an invisible chain. You, you think they are free. Eh? Hmm. Look, if you were to give me another version of my life, it wouldn't be this one. Yeah. It would not be this one. I would be doing, I don't know. You know, I have a very creative mind. Some of you may not know. <laughs> but you're there. Sleeping late. Waking up early. Do you know that uh, my television eh, at home? Yeah, it's bigger than some of your location screens. Yeah. 
Look at her. And then the other day, some people decided to bring me another one of the same size. I I should start a hosting center at home. Hey, and it has huh? DSTV premium from 1st January to 1st January. But you ask me how many times I watch it. It's like Abantu abatalina manyo baba wadechi enyama. You're like, what are we on? Tulikuchi. That's the life. Yeah, or TV. Once in a while, when you say, oh, let me watch something, YouTube, Bishop Doug, Bishop Edepo, what? It's, 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 look, we, we are not here because, chino manyoche, what a shock, this is so good. Being a pastor, best thing that ever happened to me. Oh yes. You you just know that if you go from this one eh? <laughs> you you no one will tell that story. Yeah. And then you find joy in it. So I want you to know that the people that you're going to be tempted to criticize They, that, they didn't choose that thing. Yeah. That's why Jesus said, you did not choose me. I chose you. I know that I didn't choose God to be, I, was, I didn't apply to heaven. Ah, job, uh, senior pastor, worship of ministries, these are my credentials. Yeah, yeah. This, I've uh, uh, been to this cemetery, this, this, that, nothing. Here are the referees. No, you did not. I chose you. You just told God chose you. And you are at his mercy. When he says, I want this, you do it. I want a church planted, you do it. Remove that thing, you remove it. Which brings me to the second point. Most men and women of God you see all these uh, people here on this front row to my left on the second row? They are under the constant pressure of spiritual navigation. Do you know navigation? Many nowadays navigation has been spirit. You just put Google, then the city is telling you where to go. But think about it in terms of a boat with a compass and a map and all the other. They are always wondering if they are going in the right direction. Always. <laughs> you, when you have someone to tell you what to do in English, 
I came to you and said, give me the series for 2023 for the whole church. Uh, teaching, Sundays. You're going to come up with some funny stuff here. If I came and said, New Dawn Campus, come. You, you give me the list of the topics we should teach. <laughs> does, it, does it ever occur to you that you can do a thing like this and you, you could mislead the whole church yeah some of you you've made one mistake maybe you even chose the wrong combination of subjects just one thing and then you feel like your life is you, you failed how about misleading 20,000 people talks about all the things he went through being beaten this is that's what second corinthians 11 eh? second corinthians 11 towards the end give me towards the end and then he says besides that which comes upon me daily the care for all the churches guys i want to get to the eyes of certain projection to i wills the i wills <laughs> I said Second Corinthians. Hey, what's happening? But to temu communion. You see all those problems? Keep going. Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Besides the other things, what comes upon me monthly, right? My deep concern for all the churches. Yeah, people, the person you're criticizing eh, has to figure out what is the right thing to teach this church at this time. What does God want? Not what do I want. Not what do the people want. Look, if we had done a, a poll asking what topics to teach for New Dawn Camp, this one will not have come up at all. Yeah, by now we would be dealing with other things. How to set a budget. How to increase. How to expand. How to fly. Do you understand? Point three. The worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do. Is become another piece of work. That they must pay attention to internally. While trying to navigate for the good of everyone else. Where now you are the extra work the leader has to do. Like I have worship harvest and you. I have worship harvest Nadia and you. I have zone uh, Namgongo zone plus you. 
Oh, I have. Go tell Ahab, Elijah is here. Missional community, bless you. The fourth point. These are layered. Eh? No, I, who is saying that? The first was most men and women of God never desire to be in the ministry. It was thrust upon. The second, most men and women of God are under constant pressure of spiritual navigation to know which direction to take the church. Then the third, the worst thing you can do is become extra work. And then the fourth thing is most ignoramuses who think they can lead what their leaders are leading are deceived and deluded. And for most of them, it's because of the gifts they possess. Gifts are not offices. I also learned to add ignoramus from Bishop Doug, so when you next see him, you can ask him. <laughs> Gifts are not. Hmm. Gifts carry pleasure. Have you ever been given a gift? Did you feel bad? Offices carry responsibility. Gifts are not offices. Just because you are gifted, don't assume you carry the office. Okay. Now we have understood. Isaiah 14, 12 to 17. The I wills of Satan. You're probably wondering, Gond, first create a thread. They look like four different summons. I first showed you how Satan entered Judas. Is that clear? And in doing that, I'm showing you that he can also enter you. If you're not careful. And then, I am showing you the conditions that those who lead you are under which they operate so that you are aware because your awareness of that will help you not to be the one that Satan does what? enters. Now I want to show you how Satan behaves because when you see how Satan behaves then you will know I think he has entered me based on my current behavior yeah, he has a toe in. Oh, sister Y, or oh, brother X, when I observe their life, <laughs> I, I, I think that they are tending towards. Ah, I'm preaching my most popular message of, 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 of my lifetime. Isaiah 14. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Are you ready? How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened 
the nations. Now, here is something very interesting. I'm going to show you those two scriptures. This one in Isaiah and one in Ezekiel. And in both cases, the writer, as you can imagine, the prophet Isaiah and the prophet Ezekiel, they were not prophesying to Satan. They were not writing to Satan. <laughs> they were talking to people. In Ezekiel, they were talking to that king of Tyre. Here, they were writing to the Babylonians. This, Isaiah was prophesying against Babylon. <laughs> okay. Okay. In other words, when Jesus says one of you is a devil, it's like it can get to a point where a human being is the one that is expressly and accurately representing the devil. Having clarified that, back to the prophecy. For you have said in your heart, verse 13, are we there? Where have you said? It may, it may be that you have not collected brothers and sisters to tell them, you know what, I'm feeling dark. <laughs> tell us. No, it, it's in your heart. have you said in your heart I will ascend into heaven I will exalt my throne above the stars of God I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the father's side on the Lord first leave it there first leave it there Ah, uh, you see now I don't know if I'm deeper than some people can swim right now Your leaders, your floaters, we are dealing with principle. You see, I was watching Pastor Benny Hinn, and he said that the Bible has like nine levels of understanding. You can just read the facts as they are, and then you can read the facts with personal application. Hmm? Then there is, I think, level five is where you only see Jesus, 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 Jesus in the whole thing. That's like level five. It's way beyond application. It's now... Because, like, if you understand level five of Jesus, you'll see that uh, when uh, Adam picks the fruit from Eve and eats it, that's... The church are sinful, the bride, but he takes the sin of the church. He has made him innocent to become sin for us. So he eats because Adam has the choice of not eating. What happens if Adam doesn't eat? Eve is going to be banished out of the garden and Adam will stay. So maybe they can make him another wife. For those who have always looked for another wife. Adam, knowing well the implications of eating that thing, eats it because the two shall become one. 
And Christ, because we already lost and cast out, Christ comes and becomes sin for us and has to go through the death process and resurrection so that he's not alienated from us. That's another level from just don't eat a fruit, you know what could happen. <laughs> I told you yesterday, same Bible he says, Husbands love your wife, says, if you do not hate your wife, you cannot be a disciple. So which is what? There are layers. And then there is, there is a, a layer which is only for Hebrew scholars, where it's every number of words. It's coded. It's like every number of words you put together, the words, every number, every number, every number to get the message. And it's not in English. It has to be only in Hebrew. I think there are like seven levels. There are like seven levels of Bible, whatever. So I realize that right now I might be a bit far for some of you. Because you're looking, it was being taught to Babylon, now son of the morning, was Babylon son of the morning, at Eden, how, when did he reach there? You don't want to say, yeah. But you have an understanding from the Holy One. You have, you have the what? an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Take me back to Isaiah. Let's go for it. So apply it. Don't leave it there for Satan. The Bible wasn't written to Satan. These things were written for our learning. So why is it there? It is there because at whatever level you are, you might be looking at whoever is above you, like for Lucifer, that was God. For you, it's not God. It's probably your pastor, your boss, your whatever, and you're saying in your give me that scripture, give me that scripture, please. I will ascend. I will exalt my throne. Yeah, I will I will do what? I will exceed, yeah, I will take over that person's position and even, hey. <laughs> oh, you are not seeing it. Oh, you think Isaiah has to be read by Satan. It's yours, it's mine. Where, which, which places shouldn't you be desiring to ascend to? I will exalt my throne. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the... Oh, I, I will also, in other there is already one who sits there. And then... Reuben he went into his father's concubines just go and see what kind of blessing he got if you could call it a blessing Absalom 
You see, the, yesterday, what I preached to you in the afternoon, in the mid-afternoon, was related to what I preached to you in the morning. Same with today. Don't think that these are different messages. I'm just really continuing by trying to show you different angles. Because you're seeing an Absalom at work. So Absalom was walking in the anointing of Lucifer. So there is, okay. You see, like even Jude, the way he was writing, it's very ethereal as if, where are we? Where are we? He's quoting the book of Enoch. I've never read it. That's where it is. But earlier on, you had a living example of someone who did this, Absalom. Now, ah, give me back the verse. I will, I will also sit. Yeah. I will also Yeah. You know every system has its own space of deriv- derivation of authority. In the in the in a kingdom, it's the throne. In in a court of law, it's the the judge's seat and the governor. In a church, it's it's the pulpit. What do you say? I will also preach on that pulpit, invited or not. So everyone who comes and they are told do this, it's they are doing it on behalf of someone else in a church. Yeah. In a church, you don't vote on the messages and who should preach them. Next verse. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now, you know there is a good side to this truth and a a bad side. Because every child wants to be like their father. But that's not the sense in which Lucifer is saying it. Yeah. Jesus said, the things I do, you'll do. The first among many brethren. He wants us to, he, as he is, so are we in this world. It's different from, it's, that's an invitation to identity, to a true identity. It's different from, it's not about identity, capacities, what. It's about, I, I need to dislodge that guy. I need to, I hope you never ever participate in any meeting at your location trying to figure out how to get rid of your location pastor. You will... No, let me not say anything. Just don't do it. 
Yeah. Because every time you have a really good leader, there will always be a temptation to select a leader to go back to Egypt. Because as human beings, eh, we don't like change. And leadership is about taking people on a journey of transformation. Most of the, let me encourage you leaders, most of the people who you will lead and they will thank you, it will be after many years, not immediately. Because in the immediate whatever, they will be almost cursing you. It's later. They'll be like, hey, wait a minute. I'm a network leader. I oversee 30 locations. I am responsible for 20,000 people. How did I get here? Meanwhile, the journey there, eh? <laughs> when, when, knocks, what? Quarrels, people not talking to you. The worst thing that will ever happen to you it is, is not to have a person in your life who sees more in you than you see in yourself. And the only way you will get there is by defying those God sends your way. Yeah. Can you imagine if it was up to you and what you see in yourself, where would you be now? You will just be using a typewriter. But God always sends people who are like, Gondi, come, try this thing. Try it again. Now, try this other one. Push, do this thing. Go to Lugazi. You are Zono Pastor. Guru Wink. And you wake up one other. Me? Me? Wait, wait, man. Is this mirror working? You know, by the way, one day if you go to the mirror and you don't see anything, you'll have gone to heaven. <laughs> you walk to the mirror, you look, there is nothing. You're only seeing the wall behind you. You're like, The worst thing that will ever happen to you is to have no one who sees more in you than you see in yourself. The other day, Bishop Doug laid his hand on me and said, go build a hundred churches. Build. 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 Yeah. And even showed me how to do it. Now, are you the one who have told, shown me how to build under churches? Now, when the person that should be doing that for you, huh, you start pulling them down. 
you want their position. Give me back the scripture. Today I'm determined to learn you not to find me here. Yeah. When the clock is done, I'll be done. Yeah. By faith, Moses also. <laughs> I will be like the most, not in a good sense of trying to imitate God. No. I am going to take over this company. I'm going to take over this church. I am going to take over this location. I, I, this, I don't like the leader. Huh? It's so bad. May it never happen to you. Yeah. Because I can tell you that day you, you try to do that. But Apostle Moses was telling you, you know, there are people I tell, I've told in confidence, and I'll, I'll not tell you because this is not in confidence. <clears throat> if you're looking for a person huh, who fears worship harvest, when it's go that side. That's me. Yes. Eh. Hmm. This church, I fear it. Yeah. I fear it. You see me here. Mundaba are not sitting there. What? Wearing long shirts. I fear this church. Yeah. In fact, I fear those of you who don't fear this church. in the church and I'm not even faking it I'm not you can check my heart if you think I'm trying to make an impression on you why do I make an impression on you yeah for what Hmm? I have a fridge at home I don't need to make an impression on you I don't I am telling you the truth. Every day when I come here to this church to work, oh yes. I'm like, be careful. Be careful. This thing is precious to God. And you are no exception. Yeah. Yeah. You are not an exception. If you are looking for something to mess with, it's not this one. Because next verse. Yet you shall be brought down to show to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble? Who shook kingdoms? Who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities? Who did not open the house of its prisoners? What a shock. Now, sit down and we go to Ezekiel. 28, 11. We are at that stage where text, we explain. Text, we explain. Is that too hard? You know, when it comes to the devil, I don't have too many stories to, to, to use. I, I don't prefer to have until now, in a certain year, there was this. I don't. I, I, 
When, when, when I start preaching about Jesus, I, I promise you I will have stories. Yeah. For now, just be content with the scriptures. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God. Now you see, I would use what I told you. It's to the king of Tyre. See what he tells him. You wear the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. He's talking about Lucifer. The king of Tyre was not the seal of perfection. You see, there are certain people who, in the natural, they are a certain thing, but in the spiritual, they represent something altogether. That's why Daniel said, the prince of Persia, the prince of Media, they resisted me 21 days. Prince? Prince? No, it was the, rather the angel telling Daniel. But when you're here disturbing the church, you don't know what forces people are fighting. Next. Hey, wow. Thank you. You were, uh, go back, go back to verse 12. Uh-huh. So, uh, is what? You were the seal of perfection. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Full of wisdom and perfect beauty. Remember Absalom? No one was as handsome and popular in Israel. Ah. You know, sometimes it's the natural giftings and features that God gives you that are going to bring you problems if you don't know how to harness them. Some people are proud just because of their looks. Yeah, seriously. Others are proud because of their uh, gifts. Others are proud because of their accomplishments. Now, I don't need to, unless you have just recent arrival on earth, I don't need to tell you that it's not the people with the best looks who always get husbands first. Unless you're a recent arrival. And you know not whence I speak. The people who get husbands first are the humblest. Yeah, it's the humble people who get husbands first. All the proud people. Yeah, it's spiritual. Now, please, I'm not saying that if you're married, you're not married, you're proud. There are also married people who are proud. The husband completely missed it. I'm not saying I'm not saying that uh, if you're not married you're proud that's not what I'm saying yeah I, I know that in church there are more girls than guys that's why we are doing evangelism to bring to bring in the husbands yeah <laughs> Yeah, quiver full. 
and then do connections. Shepardorial linkages. Like I've seen someone for you. Which what what? But I don't. <laughs> My friend of Harvard in Columbus. Anyway, <laughs> it is you people. Hmm? When you've been around, you see, me, I've been married almost twenty years now. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> it is not the most uh, attractive an affair yeah girls who get the men first yeah even sometimes you're like hey my sister achikolatia the sister has yeah has an internal attraction system hmm the brother could not survive. No resistance. Yeah. It's seeking misery. Now you, you are there. You think it's all about the makeup? No. And please put on the makeup also. But it is there is more to it than what you think yeah oh yes yeah marriage is not a beauty contest yeah people don't get wives from the contest miss world that's not where people go to find wives miss beauty pageant which is Baba Sanga wano church. Those of a humble what? Disposition. Yeah. But you when you walk around like this, scaring all the brothers, they try to talk to you. Talk to the hand. Uh, eh? I only drink sparkling water. You don't even see the brothers. Oh, uh, uh, you. Guys, I have to finish my time. Next verse. <laughs> you were, <laughs> he says, you were in Eden, the garden of Eden, of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Are you seeing the guy shimmering? Eh? Like get diamond, topaz, sardius, huh? Topaz and diamond, burial, onyx and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. Hey, you've put on a robe, but it has death. Yeah, 
bedazzling. That's how the devil was bedecked. Banange, my verse, my verse, later verse. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. In music, there are only three types of sounds. Percussive sounds, wind, okay, three types of instruments. Percussive instruments, wind instruments, and string instruments. That's all. It's only three. Yeah, and then everything is a variation of those three. Just like the only 11 notes on the scale. And everything is a variation of those 11 notes. Percussive sounds, wind, and, and this guy, everything was built in him. Can you imagine the person is shimmering, but then they can start a bit there. And you check. What do you don't go to catch water? You think it's a truck passing outside? By the time you peep like this, it's Lucifer. It's Lucifer shimmering and producing beats. And then he can add strings. And then he adds winds. Uh, let me get some. Give me some winds, brasses. Sound, sound team, I need to hear the saxophone. Now, wait a minute. Can you imagine? All of that is coming out of one person. It's like, you have a conference, you don't have loudspeakers, you don't have a band, you don't have music. Just invite Lucifer. I just took away a car. <laughs> yeah. One man band. Gajo, while you're there, now from your alto, soprano, descant, everything. Ne bass. Hey! Next. 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 You were the anointed cherub who covers. Anointed. Anointed. You see, the people who are tempted with rebellion are not the people who cannot even put together a message. They don't know how to pray for the sick. No, 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 no. no. It is the ones that you can clearly see this one, God is on them. The more anointed you are, 
the more big-headed you are likely to be. Well, give us, give us. I established you. I established. It's like the ones you promoted. Say, this one, this one. Every time, this one. Listen to this one. Go with this one. God is saying, he's telling Lucifer, I, like, if God did not, whatever, Lucifer would not, would not be there. You see, like, for me, if I start rebelling against God, you would be like, dude, waliyeli mo drawing body nekuleta kati uulira uri wachitalo. I established you. When I was there leading a struggling, well, not so struggling, but really struggling church with only 15 locations, 4,000 people, then I started following Bishop Duck. And everything ta- multiplies by five or more. When God uses a person, eh? look, if, if I wasn't following Bishop Duck, even this meeting wouldn't be. We, we used to do this in a hotel. New dawn. But we can't fit in any hotel. A person like that, and whatever, I'm also a man of God. How? Because you also have a crowd, you think you can also preach and people get saved. People are giving you testimonies of healing. I get healing testimonies every week. Now you think, ah, I know God used Bishop Doug to also lift me, but now I think now, yeah. Ah, what a shock. I established you. There are people without whose anointing and contribution, you'd be nothing. You'd be nothing. You'd be nothing. You'd be in some basement right now walking from morning to evening without ever seeing the sun. And you'd call it life. Hmm. Next, Kandabe, I established you. Hey, no, no, no. We haven't finished verse 14. You were in the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. Ay, 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 ay. You know when someone says, I'm going to showcase this person, put them in until everyone knows this one is anointed. Oh, yes. Katiden Bumala. Yeah. 
and you have to be negotiating with the person every time. Person who used to respond when you go away, text, they, now extra work to work with them. It's like you have your work, and then the, the, this person is also work. It's, all, it's there. Some of you, you're going to be promoted, you become popular. The whole time you'll be on aeroplanes going to speak here, going to speak there. Yeah. And now they call you, uh, we have a, a meeting. Ha. Ha. There's this thing in South Africa, then Australia, then I need to go out. Can I send someone to represent me? You forgot when we are nothing. Oh. You see, when Bishop Doug came to Kenya, I had to cancel our program here. And you know, they kept changing the dates. And I'm like, it doesn't matter how many times they change the dates. Whatever dates it is, we are going. Here, we are not here. You will not find us here. We are there. some of you, they call you. You're like, yeah. you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. In other words, this is not how you started. You, you started well. You were humble. You were serving. You were enthusiastic. You are responsive. You are loyal. You are the celebrated leader in the movement. You could be counted on. If you were in charge, we knew it was safe. Until iniquity was found in you. You reached that point where you thought I'm anointed. I'm a star. I walk in the midst of fiery stones. I'm a big person now. I'm not a child. I'm hot. I'm dope. I have my own followers. I have my own people. I don't have to respond to this person. I don't have to go to new new dawn. For us, we'll keep going. You're a big person. For us, we are small people. Let's work. Next. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you out as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. And I destroyed your covering cherub from the meat the fire sons. That's, uh, that's Ezekiel what? 
28. There's something I'm looking for. I don't know if someone can look at the worst or the is a version there. By the abundance of your trading, by the multitude of thy merchandise, uh, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. Rich commas, abundance of your commas. One of those more, more, what do they call it? No, not contemporary, the ones that are direct translations. Literal. What does the young Zitro say? What does the worst version say? Abundance of thy merchandise, commerce, trade. Worst. Uh, we are in verse 16. Who has found worst? They are lost. Thy worst thou seest not. Wildy. Is it the same? Wildy 98. I you Machanda is still, eh? Okay. Worst is W E U S T. Now, I'll just tell you what uh, what it says. Now, the banners of your trading, uh, I've had Bishop Doug preach from this verse, and he was quoting uh, what's his name? Derek Prince. You know, Derek Prince was a, a, a scholar of of Hebrew and Greek. He lived in, in Jerusalem and was a Christian. And the, the scholars, this part of abundance of your commerce, yeah, is it's the trading and commerce here is gossip. Yeah, it's the trading of falsehood. Trading of accusations. Yeah, it's not it's not wayfaring trading, commerce what no. It's that trading of you know Gog and Magog stuff, accusation and all of that. But I will finish. Therefore I cast you out as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you or covering cherub from the midst of the fire stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you. And I turned you to ashes upon earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. That's the destiny of those like Absalom who look at their father and
and they say, I'm taking you on. Or like Lucifer, who look at their father and say, I'm taking you on. Because anyone who takes on their father is destined for destruction. Let's go to lunch. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.